Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Steve. I'm Matt. And I'm Hannah. Welcome to the Gaming Lobby. How are we all doing today? Are you are you both well? I'm fantastic. I didn't have to get airlifted off a mountain, so I feel pretty good, to be what? honest. Pardon? Yeah, cheers, Matt. <laughs> Matt's grasping up already. So I've been away for like about two and a half weeks. I was in Nepal doing the um, Everest Space Camp trek, which was pretty cool. Um, probably the worst and best thing I've ever done in my life. It's obviously amazing, amazing views. I got to base camp, very happy. But after that, um, altitude sickness hit me so hard. Imagine the worst hangover oh, no. ever had. And time was up by 10. So I think that's maybe making it a bit over the top. I wasn't exactly like airlifted down, dangling from a helicopter. I was in the helicopter. Are you sure you just weren't hungover though? Because you said you were drinking beers on the way up. <laughs> yes. Who drinks beers on no, the way up to base yeah. camp? You, right, you drink beers on the way up, but then as you get more and more higher, you, it, you get more and more remote. And that's when it hits you big time. Yeah, so um, yeah, so I was in a helicopter, but not airlifted as Matt is trying to make out. So. You basically airlifted. Yeah, pop, so I'm I'm very slowly waking up this week, so I might be a bit more chill than usual, which could be literally a chill. for most people's ears. But, uh, <laughs> literally chill, yes, it was freezing. Mm. So yeah, so that is my experience for the last two weeks. Um, how about you guys? Been working hard, Steve, picking up your slack, mate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about what about games? Um, obviously, I've been um, away. I've had a lot of time to play a lot of games, but I've been jamming. Last night, I popped on Spiritfarer. Have you guys heard oh, of great that? Game. Yep. Like an indie game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I really enjoyed playing it before my holiday, and um, it's quite a deep, deep game actually. Yeah, gave me a tear in my eye every now and again. So. I've been jamming on that. Also, Elden Ring, which we'll chat about later because it's a very good topic for this uh, particular podcast episode. So, yeah, that's been my gaming thing. Pretty good. To be fair, I've been playing a lot of RuneScape. Like we've got a we've got a clan that are part of called Brew City, and we do like a once a year we do like a bingo. So you have different tiles, and you have to do (laughs) stuff within the game, and you get a tile, and then there's a big pool of money at the end that you can win. It's quite a nice way of like meeting people in the clan and. It's uh, it's good fun. I've been doing that and playing the new Call of Duty, which oh, I'm sure everyone's yeah. really, really it's excited about. Warfare 2? Okay. Yeah. It does look unbelievably amazing. Yeah. Like, the graphics are, are good. I mean, it's just another shooter. Is it basically a remake of Modern Warfare 2? Is that just well, I don't, like, I, confusing? Not really. It seems like the missions are different, but really? maybe I'm just forgetting I think it. It's just, or... it's just different, like, wrapping paper in it. At the end of the day, yeah, that's all they do. It's, it's still just a, a reskin game. It's just a reskin yeah. of Modern Warfare One. They've not done much different, but the campaign looks good. Um, so yeah, that's what I've been doing. What about you, Hannah? I so we're entering for content creation. This is the busy season, right, leading up to Christmas. So mm-hmm. uh, community and I, we've been doing Gotham Knights. We've been oh, doing yeah. um, The Last of Us Part One came out on PC. Nice. Uh, so we've been replaying part one and part two, which we might end up talking about later. God of War's coming. Very oh, exciting. Yes. God of War Ragnarok. Oh, like, God, I, yes. That's yeah. going to be amazing, gonna be I'm sure. Uh, and Plague Tale Requiem is out as well. Oh, yes. Do you know what, Hannah? I've never, so he- I've never heard of the um, first one, Innocence, until... Cause, I mean, uh, people are comparing it a lot to Hellblade, which I absolutely yes. adore, Hellblade. Oh, wow. So, yeah, I just saw it pop up. I was like, oh, a sequel to a game I've never heard of before, and... Yeah, I will be buying it very soon on the PS5. It looks like my sort of game. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, it's really, like, it's stunning. Like, the way that they did the <sighs> yes. first game, we're not, <laughs> I'm going to derail heavily. The way they <laughs> yeah. did the first game, they did, like, a lot of 3D scanning of the environment. It's wow. like a French studio. It's medieval France. Um, it's really beautiful, but it's also really disgustingly gory. Like, if you want to yeah. watch a rat strip a body in five seconds, like Piranha, Oh, then, okay, interesting. Uh, it's a game for you. It's 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 so much fun. I would heartily recommend both of them. Is it fun because of the rats or not yes. because of the rats? 
Oh, really? Uh, yes, okay. yes and no, because you can die to the rats, but you can also like watch the dudes who are trying to chase you and your. It's a sister and a brother, right? Yeah, um, that's right. And they're they're on the run because people want them. Um, they're they're rich. They're rich kids, so there's like a ransom thing potentially. Yeah. Without going into the details of that. Uh, so sometimes you have to avoid the rats. Sometimes you want to use the rats to kill guards, etc. Um, so it's it's a high stress situation. It's so good. I just yeah. imagine so you just swinging tails of rats at people, just like batting them away. No, it's got, oh, yeah. I think that game Brilliant. has got my name all over it. It's linear. It's great story. Um, it's you know, not not overdone. You know, just out, out of state. It's welcome. So yep, that's on my agenda mm. of the many games to buy. Also. Um, um, there's a Steam sale at the moment for like Halloween games. So I've, I spent about ten pounds this morning buying about four games, like some really classic horror games. So nice. I'll be jamming on that. Ghostbusters is out as well, actually. Which yeah, that looks good. Reviews, good. Yeah. Which is very exciting. Um, awesome. So that's that's been a lot of fun to play as well. I saw they're bringing back Evolve, which is like the four v one Monster Hunter game. Oh, really? Apparently, oh, so well. apparently it's coming back. Okay. They're going to be releasing it on Steam again at some point. Oh wow! Two like K one because it was such a shit game and it had a huge flop. Apparently they're redoing it. And uh, interesting. What? <laughs> it's it's weird because we had this like wave of the like four v one. Yeah, and that was kind of one of the one of the probably one of the figureheads of that movement. Massively, yeah. And that's disappeared. So um, I'd love to see it come back. There was like a shark game, I think, as well, that did the same thing. Wow, like, oh, divers yes, and a yes. shark. I, I do Is remember that. that one. Sub, yeah. sub Nautica or no, no, no. no, no. I know what Hannah means, but uh... and you got Dead yeah. by Daylight as well. That's for um, 4v1 which yeah that's, that's that's kind of keeping going though because they bring nice. out a new horror dude every time don't they so yeah. we've had yep. Hellraiser I can't remember what we've got Hellraiser, now Hellraiser cover what Needlehead yes that's well they're doing there. the Chainsaw okay. Massacre one aren't they they're bringing that one out yeah that's, so that's going to be a 3 versus two, no 4v3 I think which Ooh. is slightly different but it's 4v3 it's okay. like the Chainsaw Massacre family type people and then you've got three people that are trying to get away basically Ooh. it's slightly different than dead by daylight because they've got different mechanics and stuff but it looks quite cool looks like it'll be a good one it'll be difficult magic well difficult that brings us very nicely into our topic for this month's episode it's all about difficult games yeah so difficult games is our topic of this month and that kind of is a bit different than last last month when no one really did like sports games. This one for me is a bit of a love-hate relationship. It's like you kind of, I do kind of like them, but at the same time, they just annoy me too much sometimes. I just can't, I can't get on with them. How do you guys feel about difficult games? Well, I think for me, is now I'm older, I should try and find time to actually play a game that's kicking my ass all the time. When I was younger, obviously I'd be more dedicated, but now I have bills to pay, cats to feed, work to do. So, you know, I do find it... I mean, to be fair, I'm actually playing Elden Ring at the moment and I've played Bloodborne, I've played Dark Souls. I actually do enjoy them games in a strange way. But um, yeah, Elden Ring, like, I am actually really enjoying it and it's quite grindy, but I just really like the fact that it's such a big, vast world and there's just different corners to explore with different enemy types. So I'm enjoying it. So it's quite rare for me to actually sit there and go and actually play a game like that. So I think Elden Ring is a big exception for me. But yeah, I think normally for me, just trying to find time, like, when I was younger, I would play a lot of games on um, difficult mode. Now I literally play a lot of games on, on story mode. That's actually below easy mode. It's literally like, play the story because I, I'd rather enjoy a good story than have to grind my ass through these games and waste hours. That's how I feel at the moment about them. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm in a similar boat. So I'm doing a lot of replaying stuff on, st- uh, on stream at the moment with the community. And a part of my brain is like, I don't want them to sit and watch me die like 30 times <laughs> in progression. So there's that element. But also like I... 
I there's just a frustration bit for me. I've done I've done my time with hard games. Um, and there's also that problem of it, it with difficulty, you do have a lot of gatekeeping. Um, we do, so like you said, easy mode. Like we shouldn't really call it easy mode because difficulty to quote to quote an accessibility specialist, I've got up my notes, Ooh, shout wow. out to Ian Hamilton. Difficulty is a relative term. It's what you experience as a result of the balance between your own abilities and the barrier a game presents. Mm, straight out of a TED talk. It's well, yeah. So again, accessibility specialist has consulted on uh The Last of Us and a load of other games. So I, I end up having a lot of conversation with my community about accessibility, and that kind of comes hand in hand with difficulty a lot of the time. So, like for me, as part of setting things to more accessible levels, I'll do things like instead of button mashing and the quick time events, I will tweak those nowadays to like toggle hold because my thumbs can't keep up anymore. Yeah, right. I can't. I can't <laughs> tap like quickly enough. Sound yeah. like got arthritis or something. <laughs> I just well, I it's it's a thing when you get to like mid thirties and you play games for a living. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah. That will yeah, get there one day, just, don't worry. You, yeah, you will Master get there. baby. And the, the reality of the situation is as well, when you look at the actual stats, right? Um, for example, XCOM. Yes. 80% of players or more choose easy or normal. Oh, wow. So XCOM, there's kind huh? of a weird thing within the community of like, you have to get good. And as part yeah. of that, you have to play on hard. But if that's not a good experience for you, then don't do that. And if for whatever reason you can't access that because mm. accessibility is also not there, yeah. then that is an additional level of difficulty that's kind of separate to general challenges. Well, you've got the option too, haven't you? You've got the option to do mm. easy or hard. Like it depends. For me, it's a, it's a mood as well. It's do I want to grind this game out tonight and mm-hmm. keep dying at the same bit or do, you know, grind. Life's a grind as it is anyway. So do I want yeah. that when I come home from night, uh, from work? It's, like, it's a very much a certain mood you're in. I think you've got to get into it in that way. But it's also... It's also skill level. It's you're building up that skill level that was, which you do by repetition of doing the same thing over and over. You learn the maps where people might spawn. It's mm. there's a lot of that in these sort of games, especially with let's say Call of Duty, for example. They've got veteran mode or realism mode now, which is where you'll have no HUD. It's all pretty stripped back. You get shot once, basically you're dead. It's it's pretty oh, wow. much learning where people are going to spawn from in the map. That's all it comes down to, because you've got no time to react otherwise. It's so it's it's all about learning the game sometimes the map the mechanics yeah. that's kind of where the difficulty comes from. Yeah. Well, I think that's an issue why um but people have an issue with um from software games because there's no difficulty setting. You go you're just thrust straight into this world um without any indication as to where to go normally or how to actually play yeah. the game. Um so a lot of people do actually find that really annoying. Um I do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but obviously, I mean obviously that's their trademark and people and all the diehard fans will um, yeah. stand by that. It's hard though because you you choose to you choose to buy those games because you know they're going to be difficult. Yeah. But at the same time, I bought Elden Ring because I loved the look of the world and I wanted to experience that world, but not have the huge grind that's in it and the huge challenge. So it's that that you at that point where you go, mm. oh, we'd love to get into this world, but it's just a bit too grindy, a bit too difficult. Yeah. Which kind of ruins it a bit for you, I think. Personally. It's it's the most like. It, it's the most accessible of the From Software it games. Is, yes. It's still not good enough. Um, yep. Ooh, okay. Because their concept is they want, and again, this is quoting uh, Miyazaki, I think it is. Yep. Uh, director of the Dark Souls franchise. Uh, they, they want players to use cunning to mm-hmm. study the game, memorize what's happening, and learn from their mistakes. Yep. So that is coming at it at an angle of someone who is able to do all those things, right? 
Yeah. So if you're not actually able to do those things, like whether it's from a, a neurodiverse standpoint or, for example, you've got, say you've just got a newborn baby and you're doing Elden Ring as like a, you know, it's something to play at night because the baby's yep. teething. You don't necessarily have the ability to memorize everything that's happening and like put that into practice. I think that's the issue with the From Software titles currently is there aren't those spaces within the game to make those uh, allowances. I don't I don't mind the concept of Elden Ring. I love the fact people are out there exploring it, finding weird stuff, right? Yeah. Just like the amount of TikToks I'm still coming across where someone's like, I fell down a hole and there was a thing. And it's like, that's amazing. <laughs> but I I mean, I don't have the patience to to grind. I, I did. I played World of Warcraft at uni and I'm done. Like any <laughs> sort of grindy, can, I'd have to be, it would have to be one game and that's it. At the expense of everything else. So as a variety content creator, it just doesn't work. So I have to just sort of avoid them. I played a little bit of Elden Ring to go, look, here's the world. Yeah. yeah. But it's it's not, it's also not for me because I also am not very good. Like my, my community know, I get impatient with combat. If there's a parry mechanic, we're not using it. Yeah. I just straight up, it's not happening, lads. So um, it isn't the game for me. I had a question just off the back of what you were saying, Hannah, about accessibility, especially from software. Is Do you think there's a way they could make it more accessible to people who are probably not as capable to be able to play those games, but without lowering the difficulty level? Yeah, absolutely. Like Last of Us has done it perfectly. Um, there's like over 60 tools in The Last of Us Part 2, and then they went back for Part 1. Um, and that, that ranges from like visual aids. So high contrast mode. So you can see things, um, to like just loads of different setups, like sound things. There are ways you could do it, uh, that would absolutely not impact the game in any way, shape or form. And the way that the last of us does it as well is you do have these vague settings, like difficulty levels, but you can also within that tweak everything. Um, I think the main issue with a lot of the from software stuff in terms of arguments has been either unfortunately the gatekeeping from certain fans yep of course um but also like the multiplayer aspect i think has always been an argument and you generally find that with accessibility and difficulty levels the pushback if there's a co-op multiplayer element oh it will imbalance imbalance it for the internet it players won't have the same experience it's like well at the moment some players can't have an experience at all yeah um, so there is stuff they can do. And I, I, I can't remember exactly what game it was. And I, I'm sure one of the From Software games, and I don't think it was Elden Ring. I think it was something before they actually cancelled some accessibility stuff oh, because wow. they couldn't get it done in time. Mm. Oh, damn. And that's not the way to do it. But why really. can't they just have that as a patch? That doesn't really feel very... It, well, exactly. It's not good enough, really, yeah. to be honest. They're not, no. they're not really known no. for their patches, unfortunately. But I will, I, will, I, will, um, I will actually defend From Software in one aspect. It's just... I will say the feeling you get when you defeat one of those mental bosses yeah. is pretty unreal. Like, it takes me back to like my early Mega Drive games when we had on the UK three. We can shout about like maybe Life Slater because obviously now I find you have not really as many Life Slater games. It's more about just like um, auto saves before certain bits. But we can chat about that later. But yeah. they're literally like in any when I was playing Bloodborne and Elden Ring, you, you defeat like the first boss. Or, Boss or two, you do feel like an absolute kin. It's been hours doing it. You're like, come on, yes. And I do feel like, I mean, Hannah, you chat about the whole quick time stuff. Like, don't get it wrong. Like, games at like the last of us and Uncharted, I know visually, obviously, they're designed to be like very movie like, and I absolutely adore that. But also, 
I do find in those games when they get to it, uh, say the final boss and all we're doing is just oh, smashing yeah. buttons. I'm like, <laughs> oh man, that's quite an easy way of completing the game. So yeah, it's just really. a tricky one, really. Yeah, I can say, I'm yeah. also, from, from software games, you do get a massive feeling of accomplishment when you actually do defeat these massive yeah. dragons and True. monsters. So I think the point it's, yeah, it's tricky. was being made was that why can't everyone have that same feeling? Yeah. Because they did it ages ago with other games, didn't they, with about, you know, but they only did it with like sort of subtitles and with colour blindness. Some games have incorporated mm. that for a while. Well, it, we're still terrible it. with colour blindness. We're getting yeah. there. Um, things like screen shake and motion blur, like yeah. these things, yeah. they sh- like motion blur, motion sickness and head bobbing and all of that. Like we're getting things like sliders, which really help. You can turn yep. stuff on yes. and off. Yes, true, true, true. Um, and subtitles still have a long way to go. Like there's a. A really good example, actually, is all the Silent Hill stuff that's coming out. Right? Oh, yeah. I'm very I can't, about that. I can't look at the trailers because uh-huh. of the high okay. contrast. Um, and it's a shame, but it's 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 Bloober Team who are really bad with lighting anyway. Uh, and it's No Code who are also really bad with motion sickness. And I absolutely love, like, one of the trailers has got, like, this wave coming in. Uh, and it's white on red. And it's like, I love the art style. I love the thought yeah. process you're doing. But I physically can't look at that trailer because I can feel a migraine coming, right? So we have a long way to go, especially in some genres, especially like horror's pretty bad. Asian horror as well, because it's it's part of the the trope. Yeah. Uh, JRPGs as well. There's a lot of like fade to white as it pans <laughs> up into yeah, the hills, you know, that true. kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah. It, that just hurts people. So there are things that you could do that to kind of go back to the does it affect difficulty, et cetera. There are yeah. things you can do that have no impact on difficulty at all. Um, and there are, also, there are also just things where you have to draw a line and go, guess what, players? We're adding some settings that don't really impact you in any way. You still have your experience. It's just more people can join in that experience. And you can choose to toggle it on and off depending on what you want. You can exactly. customize it to your... To your um, Accessibility. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. I totally agree with that. In terms of like going back a little bit, we've talked about sort of how games are struggling to include accessibility now. Uh, would you? Is there any games you guys played when you were younger that were you found notoriously difficult? Oh yes. I, I mean, again, like uh, maybe just me being an old man, but I do feel like games maybe were more difficult back then. Uh, I but mean, was that your some, age though? Yeah, That's maybe it's his. my age. I mean, there are some modern games I can chat about later, which I do think are. Really hard still, but um, you know, again, like Mega Drive days, the uh, the SNES days. But for me, on the PS One, was a game called Tenchu Stealth Assassins. It's like a a ninja game. I mean, look yeah. at it now; it looks very blocky and quite comical. But that was a hard game. And also, I actually re- um recently replayed Odd World Abe's Odyssey, which I found really difficult. I mean, as a kid, I couldn't complete it either. I remember it being far too hard. But playing it now, I'm like Jesus. And I think part of it is just due to, to like. There's certain bits of the jump in time and, and press stuff in, in time, which, you know, like, so maybe that's my fault on my end for not being quick enough to respond. So, so it's a tricky one. Like, is it due to the um, developers not really, um, again, making it accessible for people like that? Or I don't know, maybe I'm rambling a bit, but yeah, basically, yeah, Oddworld's Age Odyssey was an amazing game, but I did find it going back to it, I was like, wow, this is hard. <laughs> yeah, because I've thought <laughs> about it a little reasons. bit and I thought maybe it's part of technology as well. Maybe it's just because. Yeah like controls were clunky oh, yeah, as well and yeah, technology yeah. wasn't as good now where you can be more precise with aiming and stuff and I feel like went back and played again I'm going to do like a shooter game apologies Hannah oh do you love those games I like a shooter like, game I'm just not just not into the like all uh, the Call of Duty based in reality shooters yeah, you know? yeah yeah agreed. 
But this one was like it's Medal of Honor Frontline. So you got onto D-Day Beach oh, and it's just, an you're aiming game. and it's just like you go left, right, up, down yep. and, there's, and it's not real much precision to it. It's like, oh, jeez. It's really painful to play. And I remember look, playing it on PS2 like a few years ago going, how the hell did I even complete this as a kid? I guess you get used to it and it's muscle memory, but mm. maybe there's an element of that in it where the, the controls aren't as good. Um, as they are now. Yeah, I mean, even like even going back to games like Crash Bandicoot and Spyro the Dragon, like again, like I've actually done, um, re- I've done, I've played the uh, remastered or remake versions. They both released on the Switch, etc. And there, like Spyro especially, I had to give up after about halfway through the first game. I just found it. I was like, how the hell do you control this thing? And again, that's going back to you know, obviously they were like the first three D games really to break the market. So they were probably still trying to figure out how do you actually make make a three D game accessible control-wise. It's very new to them. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a shame because I think they're both classic games, but, my God, they're hard to play. Yeah. But, again, it's all about, it's all about the timing. Like with Crash Bandicoot, you have to jump over certain things yeah. in the amount of time and just the way the camera's designed, I found it bloody hard. It's really hard. I think the so, inclusion now of yeah. um, sort of hero versus hero games like Overwatch and Valorant and stuff, I find those notoriously difficult probably just because there's so many different heroes you've got with different abilities and different mechanics and each person has like a different disadvantage or advantage against mm-hmm. another one and I find that really hard to get my head around and to learn it feels like a such a steep learning curve on these sort of new games that are coming out especially with Fortnite and you've got like you're incorporating building into oh, also thanks. shooting and it's just you see people p- playing like streamers and it's just chaos it's like how are you mm. even thinking about doing all these things at one time he's building but then shooting it to then get oh it's just mad it's just madness it's, it's, it's tiring to, to think is. about isn't it let alone do i i got really into at uni i think it was heroes of new earth that preceded dota 2 yeah uh, and then i moved to dota 2 and n- at the time there weren't this many heroes but there are now over 120 heroes to learn what? Um, they used to be and it's now actually part of the game i think um there used to be something called the a to z challenge where you would start with like alphabetical heroes and you had to play it until you won a game with it. Oh, that's okay. quite cool. Wow. I love that. That's a great it's idea. A, it's a great idea until uh-huh. you get to like one of the micromanager like, yeah, you realize. Oh, right, heroes right. where you, there's like three of you and you have to teleport them around, something like that. Um, so I, I do, I, I would play a lot of either like support or um, not, not like carry, not someone who is carrying the whole team yep. because mm-hmm. my skill level isn't that. But it forced me to then do that. And they're fantastic games, but the challenge level in them is ridiculous. It's one of those ones I end up just watching because there's no way I'm ever going to be anywhere near that level of competency. Um, And it's it's a fun game to watch as well, especially if you've got a commentator that's good. So I ended up doing that, and I find that's my the best experience for me of that genre is to watch someone else play and go, well, and well explain done. it a bit as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. I get that. I mean, you mentioned, you mentioned um, Dota 2, Hannah. I can't say I've actually ever played it, but that seems to be quite a big game in the esports world. Is that correct? Is it still yeah, quite a big so thing? It's at one point. So the way that it works is um, it's, it's a valve title. So they yeah. put money into it. It's um, it's based on Dota, which is a mod for Warcraft three. Oh, um, okay. If memory serves. So it's called Defense of the Ancients, so tower defense game. Uh, And they remade it, and it has set records when they do uh, the TI, I think it's called, the international tournament stuff, where they get teams from around the world to play. Um, That has broken records for prize pools, which include sport. So like like proper big sports tournaments, 
absolutely destroyed the prize pool money, um, partially because what they did is at one point they um, allowed viewers, so people who use Steam and that, to buy, uh, you get like a little compendium and then you could fill out the compendium when you watch the games, <laughs> like all of this sort of, and you got maybe some extra little title, like a, a, a cosmetic items for heroes and things like that. So there was an incentive. But when you bought it, that money went into the prize pool. So um, I, I don't know how it is now. I would assume things like Fortnite have probably taken over. But for several years, it was the biggest prize pool of all tournaments Ooh. in the world. It, wow. was, was, it was absurd. That's mental. Yeah. Was that like the 20 million one? 20, 30 million for the prize pool? For oh, it might be. It might, have gone, it might have been more. Um, or, sorry, wow. it might have been less. I don't... Oh, God, it was... Hang on, I'm going to have to look prize pools. <laughs> I do, I'm in the wrong game. Literally, I should be involved in being a Dota 2 champion. I think that's going to be yeah. my, yeah. Uh, so my end game Monday. Jesus. The international, let's, yeah, 2016, for example, mm -hmm. uh, the base prize pool for that, whatever that means, was 1,000, uh, not 1,000, 1.6 million dollars. The total prize pool, which I think is split between a couple of teams. Five, yeah, I think it is. Uh, was 20.7 million. Wow. However, there is also an article from three days ago that says, uh, I think it was 20, looks like it was TI-10, so I don't know if that's 2010 or not, 40 million. What the With heck? 38 what? million of that being added through Battle Pass contributions like the compendium. <sighs> Bloody hell. Holy Wild. Lord. That is Absolutely. mental. Yeah, wrong game, people. It's become Dota champions. Get our own team. The yeah, game's not say, team. How many do we need do for a team? Just get it going. Exactly, the... Oh, we're too we're too old. If we yeah. if you're over like <laughs> yeah, basically true. as soon as you hit twenty, you have to retire effectively. Yeah. Um and bless them, some of some of the boys who are like high end, like top carries, like their hands must be absolutely fucked at this point. Oh, yeah, because the, the, the sheer amount of movement you see with them having to do yeah. stuff, it's like how if you're training every day, like you in in 10, 20 years, and this is the thing about the accessibility and, and difficulty stuff. At some point, you're going to get old. Yeah. Yep. Happens to us all. How are you going to play the game when your hands are not working the way you used to? Maybe advocate for the stuff now yep. so that you don't have this sudden uh, sudden drop-off. But absolutely. But to be fair, if you're 20 years old and you've got 40 million pound in the bank, oh, you know, it's not well, bad. A lot of people don't know that's thin. the thing, right? I, I <laughs> wish that's what they got. I, there's a lot of stuff that goes to the... Um, if yeah. anyone's interested, you can look it up. But like team houses, like they, mm -hmm. they go, they train, they give yeah. money to their whatever it is um yeah, chefs and physiotherapists and it's just mad well stuff their manager like as well isn't yeah. it? it takes probably like 50 percent. so but I, they probably all will walk out maybe with a comfy million um but that's their oh, okay. only income and they have to then try and win more so yeah yeah it's it's a i guess a little bit of a like you're just constantly it's a constant yeah. rolling situation yeah. you've got a short okay. lifespan haven't you i mean while, while, we, while we're chatting about that modern hard games have you guys ever played Cuphead that's one of my favourites I've got it I own it on that. two it platforms is, and yeah. I can't play it it is hard <laughs> I mean again it's one of those games where I've started playing it I really enjoyed the first few bosses I was like oh this is really cute animation etc and yeah I think I've got maybe about a quarter of the way through the game and again it's just too much for me like I was really enjoying it but I just hit a wall and as I mentioned before I've got no time these days to like carry on playing these games I've got too many other themes going on and obviously new games come out as well and you go okay I'm going to play this game now so yeah I mean that's an example of um, a game we've got very critically rated it's got a TV show now I believe it's, so yeah, on Netflix, Netflix is, like a cartoon yeah. so it's done really well and the soundtrack's great I love the retro style but yeah I just and there's a, I think it's a new DLC out for it 
um, out for it as well. And I thought, oh, yeah. I buy that. But I thought I couldn't even complete the actual game, let alone more bosses. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's an example of a modern game that seems to have done very well, though. To be fair. God of War yeah. New Game Plus. That's God of War New Game Plus is oh, interesting okay. because you get like the yeah. armor at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like you get something for completing it as well. But I did about ten minutes of it and got bored and pissed off and oh god, really? Oh, yeah, I replayed I'm it. Rubbish. So I, I, it wasn't intended on New Game Plus. But what we do a lot of the time on the channel is when we have a sequel coming, we replay the the previous game to remember it, make sure I've got it as like an actual playlist. So we went back for God of War, and my PlayStation went. I've got, I know the game. Do you want to start New Game Plus? I was like, actually, yes, I do. And it, it did mean that I, I remembered the combat and all of that. So there wasn't yeah. a learning curve with that. But it did mean that I can go, ooh, there's a mini boss over there that we can do right now. Yeah. We don't have to come back. And it did mean that I got to do, I wouldn't say that I, it was a, I smashed through the game like mm-hmm. at a slightly easier level. But it did mean that some side areas were a bit more available to me sooner, which I did like. Yeah. Did you complete it then on New Game Plus? Yeah, yeah. Because oh, I also off. I I've got the memory of a sieve, so yeah. I am able to kind of go, oh, we've not played it for two years. Yeah. I remember certain beats of it, but mm. I don't remember everything. Um, and I'm an ex literature student, so uh, I love okay. a I love a symbolic like let's break the cycle yep. <laughs> cycle of bad daddies kind of thing. And he is the baddest of the daddies. He is. So for people who aren't exactly aware of what a new game plus is, how do you explain that? Is it basically just the premise is you complete the game and then you can play it again, but on the you retain all your stuff. Yeah, so that's right. Like yes. if you've got a skill tree and you've specced into it, yeah, uh, you'll either have the same skill tree filled out, or it'll go. Well, you had twenty skill points. Here you go. Yes. Um, okay. Retain some armor. Retain some level. It depends on which game it is. Yeah. Um, I think you can do new game plus with the Spider-Man games as well, and I think with that, it's mostly just the aesthetic suits. Yeah. yeah. That you get to retain because some of them you unlock right at the end. So like Miles. Uh, there's a there's a cat in a backpack for a suit. Is there? And you can only a cat? do that. Yeah, yeah, oh, Okay, yeah. you sold that to me. I have to go back to yeah. So the cat. So the cat's cat. called Spider Man. He gets sto- <laughs> he lives that. in a bodega. Come he gets on. stolen. So you go get him back. And then for some weird reason, the owner's like, "Yeah, if you want to take Spider Man out, that's totally chill with me." So he's in a backpack. But to get that, you have to play past the main mission and go back for the community side quests. Okay. Mm. So it's really good because it forces you to meet characters that we will probably end up coming back to in the next Spider-Man. Yeah, handle. okay. Uh, and it, it fleshes out Miles' world because Miles is in uh, Spanish Harlem, I think it is. Yes, that's right. Because um, he's he's uh, black and Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. So yep. there's a lot of that wonderfully embedded in the game. Okay. Um, and it, it does mean that you get that bit. But... You basically get 10 minutes with Spider-Man, like the cat. That's the worth it. Oh, yeah, 10 minutes is worth it for a cat in the backpack. But then if you do New Game Plus, you can play the whole game no. with the cat. Okay, yeah, I'm going back so, to that. If it involves a cat, yeah. that's fine. I haven't played Spider-Man, to be fair. Oh, it's, it's, a it's a good game. It's a good game. You should play oh, it. It's, yeah. it's Steam Deck. It plays like a charm. It's yeah. hilarious. If you exactly. told me in 2022, I would be playing Spider-Man. Yeah. Sorry, Marvel Spider-Man. May as well full name it. Um, <laughs> yeah. They get funny otherwise. Uh, <laughs> If I'd be playing it on a handheld console, I know the Steam Deck's crazy for that. It's, it's a whole different absurd. story, but with amazing graphics, exactly. Well. So yeah. going back, so going back in time a bit. I mean, would you guys agree that games were harder back then? Because when I was doing the research for this um, episode, I'm just trying to find people's opinions on the hardest games of all time. Most of them were like the very early SNES and Mega Drive, mm. 
and even the Atari days. Would you guys mm. agree that games were a lot harder back then? I mean, I mentioned earlier, obviously, the whole level level system. You have like three levels and it's game over. Because I remember playing um, Golden Axe as a kid, which is like a really, oh, yeah. really cool yeah. Mega Drive game. And as a kid, I found it really difficult. couldn't complete it. And then now I'm older, I can YouTube it. I think people can complete it in about 20 minutes now. And you think, yeah. that's such a short game. But at the time, I had hours and hours on this game. Again, maybe it's going back to me being a kid. So obviously, mm. I found... Games were more difficult anyway. But yeah, would you agree games are were yeah. harder back then? Oh, yeah. No, there was, there so. was totally limitations of the software and the, uh, True. the tech, uh, the hardware. But also we didn't have, like, I remember I, I played Pokemon. I got yep. to the final gym, right? It's back <laughs> in the original city. But when you first go to, I think it's Viridian City. I can't remember exactly. When yeah, you I first go right. there, they're like, oh, the gym's closed. The, the train is not here. Um, and you, unless you're paying attention... And you're not playing the game over several months, which I think I was doing. You might miss the fact that when you finish the rest of it, Giovanni goes back to gym eight, technically one, uh, and and you have to go find him. So I had to wait until I went to, I was in like a summer camp thing. Uh, oh, the leisure center where the Tekken console. Oh, yeah. yeah great yeah, place. Yeah. Big it up. <laughs> and I had to wait until I went to summer school to find someone else who played Pokemon to go, <laughs> what am I doing? Because the, we didn't have any of that. And I wasn't going to pay for a, a Prima Guide thing. No. Um, yeah. So that I think there's an element of that, but there definitely limitations of the software. Lighting engines, and this is yeah. why like the horror thing needs to kind of rein it in. We're able to do amazing things with lighting now we couldn't do before. Um, so there's definitely been all of that stuff, I think is a lot more... Um, Basic isn't the right word, mm-hmm. but yeah. I think as part of that, sometimes difficulty wasn't necessarily intended to be hard. Also, we've got so many more games as reference now, mm. so you can go, well, I don't want it to be as difficult as blah. I want it to be this. Yep, sure. um, we'd like the new Monkey Island games come out, and there yes. is such a comprehensive oh. hint guide. I love it. Yeah, You go mm-hmm. into it, and it goes, okay... We've got like six things going on at once. Which one do you want an answer for? Do you oh, want really? the first That's hint? That's great. And it, it it's really good and as in it goes like, okay, here's a hint. Do you want another one? Are you good? Yeah. Okay. Mm. I love so, the sound of that. So nice. I mean, it's all they've always had hints in Monkey Island. Yes, but... they have. Because I mean, I, I'm a ma- I'm a massive fan of that whole genre, the whole click and point adventure games. Like I'm a Broken Sword, as you say, Monkey Island. But but yeah, you're right. I remember particular Broken Sword. Like you just walk into this room and you're like, what the hell do I do? Just end up going around yeah. clicking on every single possible thing, and that's fine. But that hint system actually sounds like it could be a big benefit. So that's not actually a very yeah. good thing. Now you mentioned, yeah, it. yeah, and, uh, with yeah. the community. When I because I'm playing it with the community, and the general rule is do not start giving me hints unless I ask for them. Mm-hmm. Within this, I don't have to do that. I'm like, right, I'll take a hint, please, Carol, from the weird <laughs> book. And it, yeah, it's it's just really good. And I, I think as well, like back in the old days, I'm playing some classic point and click. And additionally, you've got the issues of, because it's all pixel based. It's like, yeah, what? of course. Is that, do I interact yep. with that? Is that <laughs> an object? What are you? It's always just a floating pixel. Oh, good yeah. memories, man. Well, Matt, I know how much you're fascinated by the ET game which is obviously yep. an 82 Atari game. I'm chatting about that because Matt's the last few months has been going on about that forever. Ever, ever since he found out about it, he's like, this is a fascinating story. Well, I've, I don't really, I haven't really looked much more into it, to be honest. Already, I haven't played it. I'd love to play it and see how rubbish it really <laughs> is. But... Is there even, are you even able to get hold of it other than oh, in that dump? Not. where they Yeah, that's what it is. It actually dumped them all into a desert. Like, Someone must Arizona. be selling yeah. them. Someone must have a copy <laughs> and be selling it for a lot of money if it's, you know, it's on YouTube. You can watch people playing it on YouTube, but yeah, it does look pretty awful. But again, that's just that's just down to very, very bad 
um mm. design choices and game and those so again like that's mainly due to the actual developers rather than actually it being a hard game as such it was just a, a shit game <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, the premise isn't great either no <laughs> yeah it's, it's just so random like you've got to really if you get up guys if you've ever heard of the et game from atari it's an absolute gem of a game to research into we could do a whole podcast about that really it'd be fascinating definitely <laughs> i'm gonna throw my two pence in quickly about difficulty of games because yeah go for it i don't know i think games nowadays are harder genuinely i think Ooh, main, oh, wow. there's lim- there is limitations to the software back in the day if you take out youtube and the internet say they don't exist now either i think games have purposely been made harder like elden ring like dark souls like new game plus if you take away the internet from that the stories and the actual maps have got so much more complex without having to look it up yeah i think i think i'd struggle a lot more now than i would going back to the older games even if even the, those software limitations yeah i can see day. your point obviously the uh, older games were more linear now obviously but as you say the internet obviously spoils that a lot i remember having to True. as hannah mentioned about having to wait for a whole summer camp to chat somebody about pokemon <laughs> I, I remember those days very well like you had no idea what you were doing i remember buying walkthroughs I had Final Fantasy 7 um, yeah. and I was completely stuck up at one point I was only a kid and I bought the walkthrough and I realised how much more it was to do like yeah. I actually hadn't even yeah. left Midgar yet and I was like wow this is a massive game so I do I do actually miss those days just buying walkthroughs or having to cheat codes remember yes. cheat codes oh, yes. cheat code cartridges Put them in the packs. They were great. The whole, the whole, I mean, that's, that's a whole other topic. Like the whole cheat code system is completely gone now. And I miss that. Well, we got mods instead now, haven't we? Yeah, that's yeah, true. true. Their mods true. seems to be the thing now. But... I used to love like the little tiny orcs running around in like two towers, yeah. and they'd come at you, but they'd exactly. still hit you really hard, and you'd be like, oh, I'll flung back. But they'd like little but, tiny yeah. dwarf. Uh, oh but it's a shame because it's it's so in a way, like their cheat codes were obviously like there. Yeah, obviously, you could cheat to complete the game easily, but also yeah. it was a lot of fun ones as well. Like especially with GTA games, yeah. you could do some really fun stuff. But maybe right, maybe mods obviously is the new thing. But like on the the PC mods, people, so yeah. But obviously, console people haven't really got that access. No, no, they access, don't. So yeah, okay. First, mo- I mean, the first mods were basically cheats, weren't they? And yeah, just, the yeah. PC literally a cheat cart. I would get buying like a cheat cartridge or. Disc, and you have to, like, yeah, it's oh, amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you remember those? I had, um, <laughs> actually, maybe I shouldn't. I had a little cartridge for my uh, DS. Oh, wow. Okay. It's like, wow. yeah, yeah. So you could get a little back in back in the day, you could put very basic DS days, I think it was, um, and you could put a memory card in it, a SD card with, with certain things on it that definitely weren't legally card going at uni. <laughs> Yeah, uh, in my defence, I've bought most of them now. Thank you. Um, That's it. We'll click yeah. that and send that off to the police. Yeah. You've heard oh, it God. here first. <laughs> oh, God, it's Nintendo as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Nintendo no. sue anyone. If I, if I never reappear, you yeah. know what happened. We know what happened to happen. Nintendo, Nintendo got, got her. Yeah. yeah. What about, um, maybe it's a bit off topic, but like games, obviously there's a lot of um, complete... How, I can't really say a word. Completion games. Yeah. yeah. People who want basically on the 100% the whole game. So oh, I feel man, like that's the whole thing in itself where people want to collect everything. I mean, a, a good example, going back to Crash Bandicoot, is the game itself was pretty hard but uh, okay to complete. But um, like, to this day, I hear podcasts and YouTube videos of people trying the 100% Crash Bandicoot and obviously you have to try and find every every single box in the level or every single diamond and people just drive themselves mental because they complete a level and go oh I missed that one box so I can't, can't quite complete it so yeah it could be a different topic altogether but people who actually want to 100% certain games must be banned their heads against the ball due to certain <laughs> choices I think the whole completionist thing does I think does lend to difficulty I think if you look at Red Dead Redemption 2 oh, how God, bloody yeah. difficult that is to oh, 100% Lord, yeah. find a bird to shoot <laughs> you're trying to find the tiniest little bird and you've got to use yeah. binoculars to find it but it flies so quickly and then you've got to shoot it as well yeah. it's like 
honestly, I tried to 100% complete it and I did it for about uh, a week and I was like, I yeah. can't do it anymore. I mean, again, going back to like the time factor, like I have no desire. I, actually, I complete the main story. I actually very rarely do side quests. I think, yeah, I think games on, I think The Witcher 3 and Skyrim were the only games I was hooked on a lot of side quests, but like Horizon and a bunch of other games, they're amazing stories, but I do the main yeah. story and go, that's me done. Like On to the next game yeah. because time is money. Yeah. I think <laughs> an element of it, you question your life, don't you? You go, why am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. When have I got this much time that I really should be kind and of And there's too many games this. out there to get, man. Yeah. You've got classic games. Well, now, now I've got a Steam yeah. Deck. I can emulate classic games. I can go on the Steam sales and get really game, like games I've never thought about playing before. So more no games time, being made. No time. So no time. Yeah. yeah. I um. So what I do is because again, a lot of it is streaming. So it's kind of curating the experience, mm-hmm. which means we don't do every side quest. But if it's relevant to like the narrative, so in Horizon Forbidden West, um, you are meeting different tribes. Yep. You will follow through some quest lines. And then go, oh, yeah, okay, let's follow this through a bit further. Uh, or things like, uh, you know, Fallout and Dragon Age where you've got companions or Mass Effect, you've got companions. Yes, you want to follow that because you want them to get a buff or you want, I don't know, you want to bang them down the line. But you can't do that until you've ticked <laughs> off all the various things they need. So I will do those. But if it's a repetitive side quest and a completionist as well, I don't have the time, but I've never had the inclination. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just because I like to chop and change games so quickly. I've always been uh, a variety gamer. So like, if you're into completionist stuff, good for you. And I hope that you have a nice time with it. <laughs> but I, I, I physically can't do it. It's, it's, agreed, agreed. My brain does not want to go near it with no. a barge pole. It's also just tedious sometimes. Like, yeah. the, just, it's just I can't get into it. But some people love that sort of thing. Like, there's oh yeah, for sure. The yeah. whole thing about yeah, getting people it hundred percent. People get do. the achievements yeah. for it, yeah. the trophies or whatever. I, it is I literally, I've, I think the other day I figured out I've only completed maybe about a third or a quarter of my games because I could be really enjoying the game. I mean, there's some long games. There, Richard Free, I've completed the Mass Effect game. So if I'm really into it, I will carry on. But like these days, are like a nice short game. I haven't played Stray that involves a cat. I know, but no, you've played it. Like, no, I haven't played it. It's, oh, on, my, it's, it's, on, it's on my Christmas list. It's on my, I thought it's a nice cheap game for my parents to get me, like 20 odd quid. So I'm actually waiting somehow for a cat game. It's a miracle. But I can't you know, I've heard it's like it, four yeah. or five hours long. And to me, it's like, that's perfect. Some people, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Like some, people, some people like demand that a game be 100 hours. And, uh, but, and that's fine for them. And some games, like I say, I will actually do that. But it's like you know, it takes two. That's yeah, a, good a nice thing in the well. game. I mean, you mentioned the Plague Tale earlier. That's what really appeals to me. It's a nice thing in the game. You can complete in a few hours and then. The story's done, so yeah. That's I think the first me. one's like seven to ten. Oh, this there they go. A yeah. bit chunkier, but it, okay. it doesn't feel like it's stretching it because it's again, it's a a campaign, so yes. it's story based. Um, I just looked at my my Skyrim hours played, oh. and it's it's not all the Skyrim hours played because I was playing it before Steam started recording them. Yeah, I have not finished Skyrim. I have gone nowhere near the end quest, but I have over three hundred hours. Hey, I mean, that's the beauty of Skyrim, though. I, I, I know. Was, the other day, I looked up my most played Steam game, and it's actually Euro Truck Simulator Two. Oh, yeah. how many hours you got on that then? Clocked up. I've got about fifty, I think, so far, which is not bad. Yeah, not I'm currently dro- driving around Iceland. Is that don't knock the game, man? Like, unless you've you actually tried a truck simulator game, it is addictive yeah. as fuck. It really is. A good I'll game. check my RuneScape numbers and get back to you on the next yeah, podcast. Yeah, I think Max RuneScape. I've, I've been playing be that for about ten. So the the old school nostalgic version they brought out mm. has been going for over ten years, and I've been playing it for about ten years on and off. So I imagine I've probably got like just days and days worth of hours. Yeah, that probably months actually um, worth of hours. Dota two. 
Ooh. When I played it, when I played it at uni, mm. I somehow put in. I, I think I may have gone to sleep a couple of nights and left it open. Maybe <laughs> uh, I have one thousand three hundred and fifty nine hours. Shit. Okay, Did you go so, to do a degree in completing games. Yeah, do, a two degree. I think might as yeah. well. <laughs> Why not? I, uh, yeah. So I, I and I, I would say I was when I played it, I was nowhere near being good at that game either. But in that case, yeah. Matt, I think I think Matt's challenge is to try and is ne- next episode let us know how many Runescape hours you got. I and will. I'll compare. I'll clock nice. That is a lot. I'm sure it'll. I'm sure I'll add loads of hours to that in between. But <laughs> Matt's got no life. Yeah, to be fair, Steve, you are right. I do have no life. But to be fair, I did beat you last time. So if you can just step it up, this would be great. Oh no, I did terrible in the um, game show last last month. So is it, what is it? A fat zero points, wasn't it? I think. Was it zero? <laughs> no, it must have been. <laughs> I don't know. Chris Maybe is two. Chris two. is saying two. A producer saying two. So it was a consolation two. Much. Yeah, <laughs> out of sympathy. Okay, Matt, fair enough. Cheers for bringing that up. But um, hey, this is how I get on this one. Game show time. We bring three sound effects each. We try and guess them and try and do okay at them. Mm. So uh, I think I'm going to be going first. All of mine are games that I think we have mentioned today. They are thematically difficult games. So, uh, good luck, both of you. And uh, here's my first one. Oh, that sounds very... No, Skyrim mm. is not that hard, is it? How about Matt? Go on, then. Is it Skyrim? No. No, Skyrim, I'm going to say it's that difficult. I think I have another one it could be, but... Um, I don't, have we chatted about I it? Oh, Matt, I, I reckon I know what it is. Does Steve get a... Guess before Matt because Matt yeah, definitely, guessed. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I can't just yeah. keep spamming. It's like guesses. a duel. Okay, so Steve, is it Dark Souls? No. <sighs> All right, back to me. God of War. No. Oh. The best part about this is if you've played this game, this will be burned into your soul. Yeah, definitely. Can we hear it again? That's really bugging me, man. Really bugging me. And we mentioned today. Um, what have we mentioned today? I knew this. Oh, Matt. Bum. Is it Dota 2? It is Dota 2. Oh, Come on. That is the, it, so your well. game is ready theme, which oh. um, uh, would play when it was minimized as well, but they had no volume control. So you would just be <laughs> deafened by that yeah. out of the blue. Wow. <laughs> Get in the bin, Steve. Well, I'm Matt. I must say that not bad at all. My go. We'll follow on from that. Yeah. This is my sound effect. Boy. Oh, it has. Oh, shit. Oh, I, said my, I, said my, yeah. I didn't say my okay. name. Sorry, sorry, God, sorry. God, God of War. There you go. God damn it. I said my name. Okay, so I'm still I thought on I'd zilch. Get, I, I felt bad for last week. I think I went... Uh, last month, sorry. I think I went too hard. So I thought oh, really? I'd do an easier I'm, one this time. Mine are actually diff- pretty difficult, as you can find out now. Um, okay, zilch points for me still. This is terrifying. Um, okay, here's my one. Matt. Yeah. It's Elden Ring. Oh, well done, man. Is it, is just... it the uh, rest point? No, it's when you die in the Elden Ring. Oh, oh yeah. okay. It's the death sound, which you hear quite a lot in that yeah. game. So I thought... uh, Yeah, I, I, I did memorise that, to be fair. It's yeah. kind of burned into my okay. soul, that one. Fair enough, fair enough. Right, round two. Oh, is it me yeah. again? It is. Ooh, Full okay. circle. My second sound. Here we go. Sounds very sci-fi. Have you talked about it today? 
Uh, I may have mentioned it at some point. You might want to. You might want to listen again because right at the end there is some yeah, uh, some speaking. Okay. Hello, Commander. Matt. Okay. Yeah. It's not Mass Effect, is it? No. Hello. Oh, it's just hello something. Commander. Is it a sci-fi game theme though? Yes. Is it XCOM? It is XCOM. Oh, oh come on! Well, I've never even played XCOM, but I just thought sci-fi. I know how notorious it is for being a hard game. They're so, so they're so good. Like the I know, new ones I as well. Them. They've done such a good job of balancing it. Also, hike the. I think it's XCOM Two. The DLC yes. is just mostly voiced by the cast of Star Trek: Next Generation. Okay, that's pretty cool. That is pretty yeah, cool. Well, yeah, it's, well, it's well done, Steve. You're on the gym. board for once. I know. Actually, I'm on the board. I'm on the scores. Get a participation trophy. <laughs> right. My sound effect. You ready? Yeah. Ooh. It's old school. We haven't mentioned it, by the way. Oh, in the, in I the... Know oh this. no, we haven't mentioned it. Old school. Did you say 90s old it's school? It's PS2. Oh, okay. It's not old school. Can we hear it again, please? Sorry, it is really hard, this one, but I can give you a hint. Please. It's similar to Assassin's Creed. Oh, God. Uh, Similar? Sort of. Like, this one came before Assassin's Creed. Oh, well. Oh, oh, uh, Hannah. Yep. Uh, Prince of Persia. Yep. Uh, I don't know, Santa Time, maybe? It's, yeah, it's the rewind time, basically. It's Prince when you use Persia. the... So you yeah. have to rewind. Yes. Yep. I, see, I I found it. I was like, I remember that game being really notoriously hard. Yeah. And mm. It was mainly because I was... I'm yeah. Games, no, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned I that. I included yeah, it. I'm glad you actually mentioned that in the in the game show because that was a yeah, very hard game. Okay. Well, I've still won. It's not bad, not bad I guess. Um, okay. I can't get any points for this. It's my own sound effect. That sucks. So, <laughs> sound effect number two from Steve. Oh, Hannah looks completely Matt. baffled. Oh, go Matt. on, Matt. Go on. Cuphead. Yes, it is. Oh, oh yeah, of course. Oh, Matt, I never, Matt, have you even played Cuphead? No, I haven't played it. No, I've never played it before. Yeah, I mean, it's, again, like old school. It's, it's what you hear before. Yeah, um, I could kind of tell from the, the old school. Yeah, retro like there. Yeah, I thought it would be, be a hard one, but I think that uh, sort of retro sound effects gave it away. I'm just going off of games that we've mentioned in... Yeah, yeah. be fair, yeah. I'll make sure that all games are mentioned in this one. So, all right, so all the way back down to round again. three. Yeah, my final sound. Here we go. Steve? Yeah. Is it Dark Souls? It is Dark Souls. Oh, yes. well done. Oh, we it... both turned up with you yeah, dying. Exactly. Oh, is it a yeah, dark literally. one? Okay, there. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's a good yeah. one. That's Woo! A very good okay, one. I'm happy well with done. that. Right, my go. Hannah. Yep. Bloodborne. Nope. Ah, oh, I was going to say that. <laughs> it's, it's definitely from software game, I could tell. Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it, um, I'm just trying to go through bumps. Is it Sekiro? Is it Sekiro? Nope. No? Hannah? Yep. Is it, oh God, that's not from software. Uh, Dark Souls 2? No. Steve? Yeah. Dark Souls 3? No. <laughs> Hannah? Shocking. Demon Souls? No. Is it a from software game? Yes, it is, yeah. Oh, which one? Steve? Is it, is it, is it one called Nia? Is that them? No. Oh my God. Okay, Steve again, Elden Ring. 
You can't say Steve straight away. Hannah's got to go. Sorry. Hannah, Elden Ring. Yeah, it's Elden Ring, yeah. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> you can't go twice in a row, Steve. You can't oh, do that. Oh, no, the games. you got to play by the rules. So what, I love what you guys went through Ring, all the games, Dark Souls. What, what part was that in the Elden Ring? That's amazing. I'm sorry. I, well, we didn't do these at the same time. So as soon as I heard the Elden Ring, yeah. I was like, oh, no. Yeah, that's right. same with the Dark Souls one. I was like, oh, yeah. no, we've all turned up with from software I mean, noises. Be. Yeah. But Matt, what, what's Hannah fixed that in the Elden Ring, then? Oh, it's the rest point. Oh, oh so yeah, that's so why from I guess. rest point to death point. Okay, fine. yeah, they sound pretty similar to be fair. Yeah. Way. Um, so is it my final one now? It is. Wow. Final okay, one. very final one of the show. Here we go. Oh, Matt. Yeah. Actually, this one's gonna be really hard. I just realised because we didn't mention it. I should have mentioned it. We didn't mention it at all. No. <laughs> I'll oh. give you a clue. It's a mobile game. Oh, Hannah. Yeah. Pokemon Go. No, we haven't, <laughs> met, we haven't mentioned it, but, but a few years ago, it got really big because it was known to be a hard game and it got sued by a certain company. Oh, God. I don't we've already mentioned the that. company. That's is it just a mobile game or is there other games? Yeah, it's a mobile game. It's very short-lived, but it was notoriously hard. I should have mentioned Matt. this in the show. Go on. Is it Flappy Bird? It was Flappy Bird. Hey. Come on. Do you remember Come that on. game? I, I do remember it, yeah. Flappy it just popped up there. I mean, yeah, that so was when it goes through the ring, right? Like, yeah, and Nintendo yeah. sued him because they had the pipes. So that's the yes, Mario that's copy, it. But... I remember now, yeah. Yeah, Flappy See, Bird, man. Nintendo, they'll come yeah. for you. They'll, they'll come, come get you, you no matter what. Yeah, Hannah down, too. <laughs> oh, so what's, what's the scores in the doors then, people? Oh, oh Steve. <laughs> well, in last place, well, who would have guessed? Steve Kelly. Yay. Unlucky well, mate. Hannah with a respectable three, and obviously Ooh. Matt, the champion, reigning two weeks in a row, the two time with four. Hey, we've got to do, we've got to just pick harder. Yeah, so me and Hannah time. just team up next <laughs> you time. You guys just gang me up. Me and Hannah so just, just team up. Me and Hannah versus Matt. Screwing. Why don't you just send yours to each other? Sound effect one's yeah. this, two's and then that. Yeah, it's not a bad shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well done, Matt. I'll give you that. Okay. Yeah, we'll play. That was good effort this week, Steve. Did You stepped up. I did step up my game. Really stepped I'm up. Proud of missed, that part. Mr. Consistent as you can get for yours. <laughs> Respectful Cheers. two points again. Thanks. Well, Matt. I guess uh, since Steve has has lost, I, maybe again. a forfeit, a nice little yeah. forfeit. Uh, do you want to do the app show <laughs> to the podcast so we don't have to? It sounds like we're doing this every month at this rate. But um, oh, yeah. Okay, there. Yeah, so uh, I'm in a bad mood, but this will be hyper for this one. Thanks so much for listening to the gaming lobby this month. Um, if you want to have a chat with us or send us any messages at all um, please do that so you can find us on both Twitter and Instagram um, at World. thanks again for listening um, next month we'll be chatting about theme games it'll be December Christmas vibes going on so we'll chat about yeah, all games related to different themes so yeah looking forward to seeing you all then cheerio bye betches this has been a Now production with your hosts, Matt Taylor, Steve Kelly, and Hannah Rutherford. Our exec producer was Simon Brew. Our producer was Chris Finn. And also a special thanks to Jake Cunningham. That was smooth as fuck, I think. Absolute professional. <laughs> Beautiful. Well done, team.